The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Welcome back. Thanks for joining, joining my friends as we take a few minutes out of our day together to be in God's Word. We're glad you're with us. If you've been following along with this as he's been coming out, we are in Matthew chapter 28. We have been working now, and I was looking at one of our systems. We're at about 100, I think it's 114 episodes as we have walked through the book of Matthew. And uh, I do enjoy that, taking time, walking through, evaluating sections of Scripture. We go about 10 to 12 minutes a day, and uh, we're glad you're with us as we are picking up in the last chapter. If you're following along with us, we're going to start walking into the resurrection and talking about some of the proofs of it, things of that nature, so you follow along. Uh, We're going to be in Matthew chapter 27, or I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 28, verse number one, at the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And then there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his garment was white as snow. The soldiers shook for fear of him and became like dead men. So let's start with the idea. We, when you see at the end of the Sabbath, as it begins to dawn, uh, without going into a lot of detail to the Jewish calendar, that's where we get the idea of the third day. So they come at the third day, the end of the Sabbath, and they're coming and going to prepare the body, which is a normal procedure and normal something they would do. Uh, you have to imagine some things. You know, one of the things that's intriguing to me, the passage says there are women coming to the tomb. But we know the tomb was sealed. Now, maybe this is the first time they came and they knew the stone was there, but may not have been aware that it was sealed. Uh, Anyway, I'm sure the women had to say, how are we going to get the stone away? I'm intrigued that they just went. God's spoken to them. They went. Please remember, no matter how many times God had spoken to them about the fact that he would die, they still were kind of blown away by it, which means no matter how many times he referenced his resurrection, I don't think that was their intent going. They were going to anoint the body, which is what you do. And that is not somebody expecting them to be alive. And when they got there, they were surprised by the fact that Jesus had raised from the dead. So here's the thing. They're coming. I imagine they're wondering that. They get there. What's the scene they see? The scene they see is they get to the grave where there's... I'm assuming they knew there were going to be tons of soldiers in a, in, a, in a sealed tomb. They get there, and they find could be dozens, maybe hundreds of soldiers laying there, passed out, due to fear, just unconscious laying there. They see the stone rolled away, and as Matthew puts it, they see an angel sitting on a stone. The angel was is like lightning. His clothes were white. Basically, it would have been it would have been obvious this was a supernatural being as he sat there. I can, I can only imagine the picture. This was not a little fairy that we would see in a Disney movie or something like that. This was a you would think of a man of war. As he come and he would be uh, a very a frightening one. Think about how frightening it would have been if all of the soldiers that were there, and you think they obviously outnumbered him, but all the soldiers, they didn't run away. They, they passed out for fear. They were such great fear with him coming that they just passed out. So this is an absolutely amazing supernatural scenario. They come, and then, he, and then they come and they meet this angel. Now, this has got to be another crazy part as they think about this. They've watched a lot of things happen. They saw a list of supernatural things take place when the time that Jesus died, and now here they go, it goes again. Another list of supernatural things, another whole list of proofs 
Jesus is the Messiah, and he raised from the dead. So you have this amazing man who's sitting there. The, the soldiers had passed out from fear, and they begin, he begins to talk to him. Verse 5, the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. Obviously, they had right to be. Other people had passed away for fear. For I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. I know why you're here. Verse 6, he is not here. I love that. I love that. He is not here. For he is risen, catch this phrase, as he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. There's so much here. They came, and it's obvious that they're coming to see Jesus. And he says, he's not here. You came, you're coming to see Jesus who was crucified. It's obvious you're anticipating him to be there. They, they did not know what they were coming to see. He says, yes, but he's not here. Can you imagine this? They, they go in, they look, and they see, I'm guessing, the, the wraps that he was wrapped with, that clean in that Joseph Arimathea put him in, that is now laying there because his body was gone and had no need for now it was really rags covering the scars, and he's gone. Obviously, you'd want to walk in and say, who took him? But you've got an angel who's obviously an angel out there. At this point, it had obviously become extremely clear what had happened. I'm sure there was a lot of questions, but the answer really had become clear. So then he comes, they come look at it, they come take into account everything that's going on and the amazement of it. And then he continues, now he gives instructions. Verse 7, he goes, then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Listen, I have told you. So they tell him, he goes, go tell the disciples. Obviously, they're nervous. They're not sure what the next step is. And these women are like, you need to go. There is one intriguing thing I'm just going to take a second on. It's not in this passage, and I generally don't jump off of where we're at, is look at it from the context we're in. But one of the other gospels' accounts of this, when the angel told the ladies to go tell the disciples, he, there, this, this apostle catches an extra part. The passage says, he tells the ladies, go tell the disciples and Peter. And you wonder why Peter would have been pointed out in that scenario, well, because Peter, in his mind, as his personality would be, probably felt like he had plenty of reason to be fearful, plenty of reason. You know, he pointed out, I know Peter made the biggest claim and made the biggest failure. Tell him I'm alive. Make a point to let him know. And just even in that point, the personal touch that he put on to Peter. So he goes, go tell him. Listen, I told you to do this. And so in verse 8, so they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring the disciples' word. And they went to tell the disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them, saying greetings. Then they came and took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to him, do not be afraid. Go tell, go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. So they go running by command of the angel. And as they're going, Jesus appears. Again, there's other accounts that won't another account. They thought maybe it was a garden, uh, a, uh, another account. They say they thought it was a gardener, and they're wondering where the body was. And so, again, different accounts and how different people saw this. But what we see here is they immediately, when they recognize who it finally is, they fall down and worship. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine at one point uh, what you thought was going to be your Savior of the, from the Roman dies on the cross? Now he is standing alive in front of them. The absolute amazement that must have gone through their mind to see this, the power of who he truly was, the Messiah, the King of kings and Lord of lords, the great I am, standing in their presence. Of course, they're going to fall down and worship. May that be something, the truth and reality of who Jesus is. May it still drive us to our knees in worship, and may we never, ever grow old of worshiping our risen Savior. But then it continues. 
He tells him to go tell the brothers, and so he does. And then um, I, we, won't, we won't continue on to this passage. The next session goes into a bit of a different context. But they can continue to see it, and they go and they tell Jesus. Now, they go and tell the disciples. Now, imagine what it must have been like in that period of time. Many of the, they had gone into an upper room. They weren't sure what they're going to do. Uh, on many occasions, we know that Peter says, I go fishing, you know, and all of these things taking place. Um, in a little bit, we know that he will stand in their presence, but he tells them to go into Galilee, I'm gonna, where they're going to see him there. He wants to see them. He wa- Now, it's different. He used to walk with them day by day, side by side, and that's not going to take place anymore. This is going to change. This is going to be different. Uh, they are going to get some final instructions before Jesus ascends, and they embark on what they have been prepared for for the last three years. Well, I tell you, I hope you're always encouraged when you hear the truth of the resurrection. I hope you're always encouraged of the truth that this is more than just a holiday. Jesus is alive. He's alive today, living and interceding for you. If you've never been saved, he's calling to you to get saved even today. We do appreciate the time you've given us to be part of your day uh, and part of your week. I appreciate it. hope it's an encouragement. Stick with us as we continue uh, into in the book of Matthew and continue to look through the last few verses as we examine what Jesus does in these last few sections of Scripture. Appreciate you for, thank you for joining us. Look forward to seeing you next time.